When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply with the strikers taking on the Hurricanes, live right here on SEN Cricket. Robot Building Supplies, helping you get the right products for the job at a better price. Berwick BMW, Neil Phillips and his team wish all customers a safe and prosperous new year ahead. The run home. Here is Lillard for the record. And he knocks it down. Congratulations to Damian Lillard. Knocking it down from the line, 21 points. And he has now moved past Clyde Drexler for the all-time scoring mark in Blazers history. Uh, Bryce, I don't know how closely you follow the NBA, but if you surpass Clyde the Glide Drexler at anything, then things are going well. Damian Lillard today. The all-time leading scorer for the Portland Trailblazers. Not bad. That's amazing. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. And he's not done yet either. I know there's been noise about him potentially wanting a trade and moving elsewhere. But uh, if he sticks around with Portland, he's 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 only probably two-thirds of the way through his career. So plenty uh, to happen on that front. Congrats to Dame Time, who was out here in Australia watching the uh, boxing about 12 months ago, I think. Maybe a bit less. Okay. Uh, so uh, he's he's one of ours. <laughs> Bit of a reach, but yeah. he's uh, he's one of ours. We uh, I tell you what, today's show is absolutely flying through. So tradies out for Ace Gutters, Australian made, built to last. That's already in the rearview mirror. And a man, well, he's not necessarily staring us in the eye, but if he was, he would be because he's that type of operator. He is uh, a former championship winning point guard for the Wollongong Hawks, now uh, doing a spectacular job as a caller and analyst for ESPN, I'll speak of Damon Lowry, good friend of the show. Damon, thanks for joining us this afternoon. Good to be here. How are we traveling? We are, we're going really, really well. Uh, plenty happening in the NBL. Absolutely heaps happening. We've got a Christmas Day game. We've got injuries. We've got new players joining uh, already great teams. Let's start with Christmas Day. As a player, you played for a long time. Uh, how would you go... Playing on Christmas Day, would you love it? Would you loathe it? Where do you sit on it? They would have to breathalyze me before a Christmas Day game back in my day if I was oh. playing. Oh, yeah, I, I'd struggle. <laughs> <laughs> I'd got, struggle. Enjoyed but, the Christmas Day celebrations yeah, a little too much. Yeah, the Christmas festivities might have got the better of me back then. Ignore. But I'll tell you what, though. These days, I would absolutely love it. I mean, that's yeah. center stage. Every basketball player wants to be center stage. Um, everybody's sitting around the lounge room. They eating and drinking and being merry and just watching you hoop. That would be awesome. It would be. And it's uh, the Sydney Kings and Melbourne United playing, squaring off uh, in Sydney. Uh, we look forward to that. Uh, new new news uh, has dropped this morning. Ian Clark, former championship winner of the Sydney Kings, he's joined the Adelaide 36ers, of course. There was that void there for some time after the Sixers uh, moved on Craig Randall. Uh, what do you think and what do you make of the signing of Ian Clark? What will he bring to the Sixers? What an awesome pickup. Ian Clark is class personified, a, a professional's professional. 
He understands the locker room. He understands how to get guys on the same page, a proven winner. Um, if he comes in in remotely good shape, that is exactly the piece Adelaide needs. Is there a – are we thinking he will come in in shape? We know that players haven't – he seems like a – you speak of him as a winner and a good locker room guy. He seems like a guy who'll come in ready to rock and roll and ready to contribute straight away. And he's, he's not a guy who needs to score 20 to contribute, is he? That's right. He's just a, he knows he he makes the right plays at the right time. If it costs for him to score, he'll score. If it costs for him to get somebody else involved, he's happy to do that. He's a pro along the lines of Michael Frazier, the second over in Perth. They just show up and they're ready to go straight away. So I can't wait to see Ian Clark back out here. He's a championship winner. Well, the 36ers last night got over the Jack Jumpers, and the Jack Jumpers were probably the huge story uh, last season. They find themselves in the middle of the table. Whereabouts are they sitting at the moment? What's been their Achilles heel this second season for them? I think they, they didn't catch anybody off guard this year. Mm. The Jack Jumpers still play at what I, what I call a pure, beautiful game of basketball. But other teams, I think, have um, they've gotten used to them a little bit. Um, so the Jack Jumpers are sitting, I think, 8-8. Eight and eight. So yep. they're going to be in a fight from that from fifth spot to that sixth spot with Perth, with Adelaide, and with the, obviously themselves being there. So it's going to come down to the wire, I think. What do you make of the Wildcats? Uh, I've said, now, they're, they're close to the hearts of uh, the people here at SEN, but they've <laughs> yeah, been be playing like domesticated cats, not Wildcats. Can they get back to their gritty gritty selves? They need to get a bit of jack jumper in them and, and, and get down and dirty on defense. They do rely heavily on cotton. Do they need to make a personnel change? Or what, what, what is it for them that you think they need to, to, to get them over the hump? Wow, you, you said domesticated cats. Yeah. That, that, is, that is pretty apt, though, to be honest. They have not, outside of uh, you know, the first three rounds of the season when they were undefeated and then the wheels fell off, they don't have the personnel that are wild cats. You know, they got, like you said, they got domesticated cats. You know, Luke Travers is a very nice domesticated cat <laughs> who can look good for five minutes, and then he goes to sleep for five minutes. They don't quite have the personnel to, um, to match their uh, reputation. Mm. But in saying that, they can still put together a game that can, that can be anybody on their given day. I personally don't trust them because they don't rebound well enough. And you're not going to go too far in the finals if you can't rebound. So um, I like what John really has done. He's 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 – Started from the top with intensity and energy, like being an example of that. I don't know if that's a sustainable way to coach long-term, but at least he's um, leaving no stone unturned by bringing the intensity. Now, Damon, Melbourne United, um, big following, obviously, in their hometown, but are struggling a bit this season. What sort of case can you build for them as they sort of run past the mid-stage and to back end? How do they get themselves up in the business? Well, they, yeah, they, they dug themselves a hole. And it was playing style, it was playing personnel, it was roles. Guys wasn't on the same page. <clears throat> so they, they buried them, put themselves in a bit of a hole. But lately, they have been playing great basketball. Rajon Tucker has been sensational. Marcus Lee has been an awesome addition. Another great role playing big who can defend and block shots to go at Isaac Humphrey. So they got the pieces there, but I think they might have left their run a little too late. The other team here in, not the other team, but another team here in Melbourne, Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. Now, they've got some problems because they've been playing great basketball. Mitch Creek's been absolutely otherworldly. We had him on the show yesterday off the back of that 46-point performance on Sunday. Uh, they've got some problems. So Ryan Brockoff looked to really hurt that groin on Sunday. 
Uh, Gary Brown, I believe, has got a calf uh, strain, and uh, you probably know well that calf strains can linger. They can be annoying. They can go mm. away after a week, but they can hang hang around. And and Big Joe Cheese returned back to China. So there's some personnel issues for the Phoenix. The Phoenix are not compromised. That was a sensational win like over Sydney. I mean, I have I can't remember the last time I saw an NBL game that enthralling. Um, just blow for blow with Garrett, with um, Derek Walton Jr. and Mitch Creek. But now without those two guys, Gary Brown is like a lead point guard. He was in like my top three point guards in the league. Without him, they're, they're, they're definitely not the same team. So in saying that, they, and now they have to go to Brisbane tomorrow, play them. Mm. And, and Brisbane are, you know, this is a family-friendly show. I can't really say what Brisbane are. But they <laughs> might win. They might win tomorrow. Oh, I'm with you. That banged up. Yep. I'm with you. I think the Bullets have got a shot. Uh, the Bullets have had no shot all season, but they might have a shot because – and this game as well, Damon's been thrown in for the Phoenix because this was supposed to be the breakers, but the breakers have still the rules with COVID in New Zealand. You've got to isolate and they haven't got enough players to field a team. So this is a game that, that probably now you need to be a professional and you've got to turn up and play, but this yep. is a game that may just creep up on the Phoenix along with their, their personnel issues from a mental point of view. Where I'm at in my life right now, fellas, is it's all about adversity and how you deal with it. And if it's hard, if it's tough, bring it on. This game right here, the Phoenix wasn't supposed to be playing. They got every excuse in the world to rock up to Brisbane and lay down. Hopefully, Mitch Creek will not let that happen, and they will go there and, and, and gut out a tough win because these are the kind of wins that if you can get this one, it just gives you, so, it gives you a group that much confidence once the real stuff, the really real stuff starts. Now, that was a beautiful segue, as if, you, as if we ask you to provide that. Now, adversity and challenging yourself. Now, the last time I spoke to you, I think about this time last year, you were doing some incredibly, some would say silly, others would say courageous uh, physical acts. Are you still going down that path? Are you still challenging, challenging yourself like no other? It is a lifestyle. It is. There are missions, and they happen every other month. I just completed my last mission of 1,000 Ks for the month of November. Mm-hmm. And what I'm planning for January is going to be biblical. I can't say nothing to me. I can't oh, give away on. the details right now. Come on. But it will, it will involve a bike, which I haven't rode in about 40 years. <laughs> and it's going to involve me getting back in the pool as well as running. Wow. So, uh, yeah, I'm about to take it up a notch. What, what, why? Why? Just tell us some of the things that you've done. I was telling the guys uh, before we started that you've, you've, you like to do – some physically challenging uh, events and things, but very different. Just tell us about some of the things you've done in the past. I bear crawled um, with the twenty kilo weight, with the ten kilo weight vest. Um, I bear crawled the equivalent of a, a marathon. Um, what? I skipped skip rope with a twenty kilo weight vest. I, I, I did a thousand a day, and I went up five hundred every day. On the last day, I think I had to do eight thousand. For the month, there was fifty six thousand skips. Um, yeah, I, I ran a half marathon every day in September. You know, it's, it's all about doing tough stuff to build emotional resilience. Because now when I tell you, I lose it a little bit. When I hear guys talk about how difficult things are, I go, it's because you don't train for difficulty. This mm. is what I do. I put myself in positions where you got one choice. Well, actually, you got two choices, either quit or keep going. And I like to get to the point of quitting, but not quitting. That's the beauty of these missions. That's so good. That's you. inspirational, Damon. <laughs> so how do you think them up? How, how does it? How do these 
challenges come into your head? Because I'm thinking of you riding a bike underwater, and that's going to be really hard <laughs> if you can't hold your breath. But um, how do you think these things up? Well, let me just correct you. They're not, they're not challenges. They're missions because they have, missions have a different connotation to them. Sure. So I, my brain, the way it's, the way it's wired now, is, it, it just, it's alive looking for hard things. And this is what I've noticed. Your brain will straight away go for the easy option. You will, you will lean towards the path of least resistance. So as soon as I think of something, if it's remotely easy, I go, no, nah, can't do that. But if I think of something that's remotely hard, I go, okay, now we're on the right track. And if I hear myself try to talk myself out of it, then I know i got to do it. That's so good. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's, it's, uh, I could listen to you all day, both talking about the NBL, but also with these missions. I'm not going to call them challenges. They are missions. Uh, I don't think I'll partake in any of the missions with you, but I'll certainly sit there and do what you used to do on Christmas Day, have a beer and watch you do it. One last question off the 40 Winks temper text, uh, a question about the New Zealand Breakers, and we should have asked you because they have been incredible, suffered two really difficult years on the road, not being able to go home or even play games at home. How impressed have you been with the uh, New Zealand Breakers this season? Oh, yeah, they, for, the, for that very reason, for that very reason, Modi Maior has led this group and they were playing, as you just said, for the last two years and with no fans, doing it tough, living out of a suitcase. And yet here they are. He's retooled, added some new pieces, got the right guys. They all bought in, played the right way. And it is so awesome to see them guys succeed. They've had a couple of hiccups. Um, the Phoenix went down there and touched them up. Also, the Sydney Kings kind of got their number as well. But New Zealand has just done basketball proud. So I'm, I'm very happy for them guys. Yeah, they are doing great things. As are you, Damon. Thanks so much for giving us uh, 15 or so minutes. We love talking hoops with you. You're doing a great job uh, on ESPN. The crossover is a very, very good show of a Sunday afternoon, so make sure you tune in and you'll see Damon doing his best work, but also the these missions. Just keep us up to date. We don't even need to bring you on to talk basketball. We're happy to bring you on to talk about these missions. Uh, uh, keep up the good work. Good on you, fellas. Appreciate it. There's uh, Damon Lowry, a former championship winning point guard for the Wollongong Hawks. Now a, a, a very good basketball analyst, but even more so. I've got to meet this guy. We buried the lead because as I told, I couldn't remember the uh, specific challenges, missions that he's done, but um, he bear crawled a marathon. I told you crazy. How do you think that up? Well, well, I, I think he's it wide ups a one little thing. differently. Thinking he's it ups one thing. Doing it. Actioning it is Entirely one un- a different thing altogether. I got to meet this guy. He's full of energy. How old um, is he? How but, old is well, he? I think he would. He's fifty three. Wow, fifty three. And you hear hear blokes in their foot. Oh, I'm old. What eight, about cricketers at twenty eight going? Oh, I'm old. Fifty. Uh, what do you do? Eight thousand uh, jumps of the skipping rope per day went up by five hundred every day. With a weight vest on. With a weight vest on. Because it was too easy just and, skipping and the rope. He's about to do something biblical. With a bike and a, a pool. swimming pool, he hasn't ridden the bike for forty years. Maybe he's bringing back the Birdman Rally at Moomba, and he's going to jump it off. A, I don't know. It could be anything. Unbelievable. Damon Lowry was our guest. We're here for uh, robot building supplies. Robots got it, and Berwick BMW, famous, world famous, next day servicing available now. The Watchdog app and website for every Victorian Greyhound race and expert tips live and free. 
Good afternoon. There's been a collision in Brunswick East that sees Ligon Street closed inbound of Blythe Street. Police are there directing traffic, so use Nicholson Street or Sydney Road instead. Also, we've had an oil spill following a collision in Baronia on Forest Road, west of the Mountain Highway. It's the season of giving at Endota. Give them the gift of choice with Endota gift cards from just $25 in spa or online at endota.com.au. That's the latest SEN Sky Traffic. SEN Track, the new sound of chasing, pacing and racing live all day on the SEN app. Three pointers are worth four at Tyre Power. Buy three, get one free on Toyo passenger and SUV tyres during the summer scorcher sale on now. The CRV is here to impress in all its delightful detail with Honda Sensing legendary Honda reliability 